Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is Jay O. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. I'm also the host of the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Today's podcast is not financial advice. It's not the offer or solicitation of any financial product of any sort, including but not limited to insurance. I'm not affiliated with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the official government agency that governs Medicare. I'm also not endorsing any specific carrier or any specific product, even though I am an expert contributor on a website powered by Humana, one of the nation's largest carriers. We do have clients around the country, and if you have questions, personal ones, on your private financial or Medicare matter, you can send me an email, jae at maximizeyourmedicare.com. With all that good stuff out of the way, we begin in five, four, three, two, one. So I spend an, probably an inappropriate amount of time watching sports. I watch sports on TV. I watch ESPN. I don't turn on CNN. I watch SportsCenter instead. I listen to sports podcasts. My Twitter timeline is full of people who are broadcasting sports or tweeting about sports events, sports personalities, the whole thing. If you know ESPN, and I'm sure all of you have at least heard of ESPN, this past week I've used a substantial amount of time. How long? Maybe six or seven hours of my time watching O.J. Simpson made in America. Now, if you're anywhere near Medicare beneficiary age, then you will remember the white Bronco chased through the streets of L.A. And, of course, the nation spent a lot of time speculating and casting their opinions, rightfully or wrongfully, whether they were qualified or not, etc., etc., about the O.J. Simpson trial, well, on ESPN, there is this documentary, which is called this O.J. Simpson Made in America, beautifully done, even-handed as can be. And I was struck by a couple of things. The most important of those was that some of O.J.'s friends ultimately said, came to the conclusion that they thought O.J. was guilty. And one of the, I think it was the jurors, right, who said that if Nicole Simpson, the late Nicole Brown, was black, that O.J.'s ass would be in jail. That's what I think one of the jurors said. And then the other thought that came to me was, given this amount of evidence, how did the prosecution lose? It's hard to really, you know, it's hard to say whether today, given the acceptance of DNA evidence, and given the fact that there were only three persons' blood on any evidence, two victims and the accused. You'd have to wonder, you know, how, how'd you end up losing this? And the funny thing about this, and one of the commentators on ESPN on his podcast, Bomani Jones, very smart, pretty funny, but condescending person uh, from his Twitter feed, etc. Anyway, he said, he's like, well, what the prosecutor, Marsha Clark, has never explained in these interviews over this past week is 
No one posed, nor did she offer the answer to how did you end up losing? If you had this amount of evidence, and if you believe that you had the person who had committed these terrible crimes in your sights, in your crosshairs, how did you manage to lose? That question never got asked and really was never answered other than, well, we had a bad jury pool, there was certain evidence, there were certain events that distracted the jury from the central facts and onto other issues. I also then thought about what, in fact, OJ's attorneys, his legal team, managed to do. And it was pretty interesting because I think that what we can conclude, a non-controversial conclusion, is what the defense team did was their job, which is they found someone else to blame. And what did they find to blame? They found the L.A. Police Department to blame and the process of collecting evidence to blame and a bigoted police officer to blame. When you added it up, those other elements were to blame and not their client, who happened to be a Heisman Trophy winner. Well, of course, this is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast, not Maximize Your ESPN Analysis podcast. So I thought to myself, okay, well, reality is this is what actually happens on Medicare. So I'm working on a second book, and it's going to be called Medicare Mayhem solutions for stakeholders. And I'll be out describing different elements of it, etc., as well as creating a crowdfunding, you know, campaign on Indiegogo. That stuff is all being, you know, edited and proofread and prepared. I already have a lot of supporters for the project ready to go. Anyway, the main problem is that there is a difference between health insurance, Medicare being a type of health insurance, and health care. Health care is taking yourself, health care is taking care of yourself and keeping yourself healthy. That means eat your fruits and vegetables, drink lots of water, eat kale, quinoa, don't drink Jack Daniels too large in large amounts every day. When you confuse these two, you are going to confuse almost everything else along the way. And if you happen to get the right outcome, that is luck. Okay? Health insurance is a financial matter. Health care is taking care of yourself. The Medicare mayhem is due to the fact that this line becomes blurred for one reason or another. How does it get blurred? It gets blurred because there are a lot of stakeholders involved. Healthcare providers, insurance companies, caregivers, advisors, hospitals, pharmaceuticals. We are not even done yet. We are not to the Medicare patient or the Medicare patient's family yet. That's a long list. Each one of these stakeholders has their own perspective. They are the Marsha Clarks 
They are the Johnny Cochran's. There are many of them. You're the jury. Your challenge is to distinguish between health care and health insurance. If you can do that, we are on the right track. Now, Medicare Mayhem, the second book, is really about, okay, these other stakeholders, are they telling you, the jury, are they giving you the truth? Are they giving you the, are the shortcomings in what they are telling to you, are they inadvertent? Are they intentional? And reality is Medicare Mayhem is going to be pointing out that it's some kind of very complicated combination of these, leaving you, the jury, in a difficult position. Quite simple, really, right? Do you like that, how I like somehow attached some documentary to Medicare? But really, that is what is going on here. It really is quite clean. And what makes it especially clean is the fact that you, the jury, the jurors, and you could see that in this ESPN documentary, they interviewed the jurors. And when I watched and listened to their responses, in fact, I can draw the same analogy to Medicare persons that I've talked to, met with, presented in front of. Number one, some people already have their mind made up because they've had a bias from the past. The system's rigged. I'm paying back for some the, something in the past. You could see that in this OJ uh, documentary. Very fascinating. One of the jurors, an, elder, an older woman, she just said, this is payback for Rodney King. Was this payback for Rodney King? King? Yep. No hesitation whatsoever. In the same way, people's bad experiences with carriers, hospitals, physicians, people like me, advisors, taints the decision-making and creates a blurring of the facts and evidence so that the jurors cannot necessarily make a clear decision. And you can see it right from the get-go, which is that when you have this line between health insurance and health care blurred, and now you're the juror, and you have a question about Medicare, you don't talk to the person who is qualified to evaluate a financial contract you think they're the same, so you just simply go to who? Your doctor, your hospital. That's a different stakeholder. They have their own motivation and own stake, and that's not to tell you that they are doing something wrong intentionally. Sometimes they have just a simple lack of knowledge. You've just presumed they are knowledgeable because you've incorrectly believed that health insurance is the same as health care. The list of these types of examples is long. I'm not going to kid you. Everywhere you look, every stakeholder will have a slightly different twist, a slightly different piece of evidence, and a slightly different presentation of that evidence to you, the ultimate juror. When that occurs, now you've got mayhem. Maybe I should rename the book to Medicare Mayhem. OJ and you. Maybe that'll sell better? Not sure. Anyway, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast on iTunes. Sign up for the free newsletter online. You can go to the official website for the book, MaximizeYourMedicare.com, and feel free to share this with others. I am very certain that your friends, someone you know, 
is the uninformed juror when it comes to Medicare.